so we are basically in a season which we call life's toughest questions. Um, uh, uh, and tonight's question is all about why Jesus? I don't know if you've ever maybe had that question inside of you. Why Jesus slash why Christianity? Why God of the Old and the New Testament? Is there anybody here who ever doubted that? Great, thank you. You are welcome. So, will you please come forward and tell us why? <laughs> I was like, nailed it. <laughs> no, no. Wach, Lisa. No, no, no. So, I had the most craziest conversation with Maynard last week. For some of you know Maynard, he teaches here, he stays in Western Cape, in Somerset Ways. And... I usually go stay there if I can. Um, and we went out and had burgers the one evening and we started talking about the new Alien movie, right? Yeah, as you do. It's like things you do. I don't know how we got... I think we were actually watching Trevor Noah and there was a trailer or something like that that sparked it. And then we had this crazy conversation about aliens and the existence of aliens or not. And then... I started actually reflecting uh, after that about the new photos that NASA is slowly but surely releasing about the universe. Have, has anybody followed that or saw any of that? And then it's massive what they are actually trying to show you. And it's because they have this uh, know, satellite telescope vibe thing going all the way to Pluto. Pluto. And they want to make one now. We are not a dog, eh? <laughs> but didn't Pluto know? <laughs> Said Pluto. Yeah, so. And just for me, that just sparks a new conversation in my mind. Why Jesus? And, and the thing really is, is, when I look at those pictures, it's like I have this massive question mark. Who is out there? should be somebody there should be something else at least just everything can't just be around us but for a moment here where we are we only have photos <laughs> and we have to actually ask ourselves the question then once again with everything changing everything being new or growing or our knowledge just by a photo we have to come back to the reality of where we ask ourselves, what do we believe or why do we believe? It's like putting yourself in a situation where you have a conversation with somebody who maybe is a mom or dad or a husband or a wife and a robber conflicts you with a gun, which most of us, you know, is, it's a reality of life, and he says, uh, give me your stuff, I'll shoot you. You know, what would be a normal human beings reaction shoot me not my wife or my son and then I was actually listening uh, in this in this week or last week I was listening to this podcast where this guy actually mentions this thing he says like why did God throw his son in front of the bullet <laughs> you know what type of God is that that does something like that so it brings up questions everywhere things make answers maybe more difficult or maybe a more, little bit more easier. So tonight is not about the 
theologically right way of thinking about why Jesus, but it comes down to more the personal conviction of why you believe. Because you have to ask yourself that question. Why do you believe? And why Jesus? Uh, and, and we had this conversation the other day that many people were saying that there's so many religions as well. And if there's so many religions, why aren't we part of one of those religions? Where we live in a world that is trying to accept all of the religions and we start realizing that in every religion there are crusaders and non-crusaders. There are extremists and non-extremists. And then we have to ask ourselves, but even in those religions we have these two difficult Difficult to understand different points of views. And then we also, we also had this question that came in about how, how can we have a relationship or understand God if he is this? Just think for a moment because these are actually big words. Um, to say that he is a... unexplainable, untouchable, extraordinary being. So just, and that reflects for me on the NASA photos. If you actually think that somebody created this, he's not small. <laughs> and, and, and we have to ask ourselves, why do we say, as human beings, we have a relationship with them? with this being. So this brings out a lot of deep reality questions and I'm sure it's a claim of water. My wife is pregnant so I'm probably, <laughs> you know, this is a little bit of her of me. So maybe let's, let's start more from a personal point of view than a theological view. Because this is probably just going to be me being more personal than being right. And then you have to make those connections maybe for yourself and then bring up your stories or your personal convictions to fill in the blanks maybe, fill in the realities or maybe create more doubts, which is also great and also fine. But if we say that we have to, how is it possible for us to have a, a relationship with an extraordinary being, where does it start? Who phoned first? <laughs> you know, who, who, where, where does it start? Was it an outcry or was it just maybe? An alien. So this, this refers to me about one of my friends staying down in Cape Town, which is an interesting guy. Very humble, very nice, very open. And before, I've told the story before, so sorry for those who've heard it, but I was staying at his place, and then he, one morning he came out, and he was just like, dude, dude, do you believe in aliens? I was like, well, good morning. <laughs> Coffee? <laughs> and just give me a little bit of background of what, what you are saying. It's like, like in the Bible, Jesus, what do you think was the reality when he went up in a cloud 
spaceship, man, spaceship. You know, he immediately made that connection. I was like, yo, that is a very interesting point of view. I have to be honest with you. You'll have to tell me more before we can start this conversation. Well, we didn't really have the rest of the conversation, except like four days afterwards, he actually realized like I'm a Germany. I was like, I've told you this, and then you said nothing. I was like, well, we still haven't really had the conversation. And to go back, let's, let's maybe start from where we all can start from, the Old Testament. Because that, for me, is a more like a basic, just a form of where we can kick off. And if we have to look at the Old Testament, it's really, really difficult for, for anybody to really find a missionary like Paul or Peter or Jim and John in the Old Testament, right? It's just a story about Israel going through a lot of stuff and then the prophets telling a lot of stuff and then stories about the kings and wisdom. So this, never this moment where anybody could have maybe said like, listen, we have to preach the gospel to the ends of the earth because that's actually only something that happened just before the spaceship took Jesus up to heaven, right? That, that's one of the last things that actually happened. So the question then is, but how then did they know? And for me, this is where the beauty of the story evolves. Because it means that we couldn't have started the story. Because we wouldn't have known who we were talking to. We've tried, maybe, making up names, making up statues, trying to build things that we can relate to because from the beginning of time, even when they did not know how to write, like today, they just had short ways of telling stories, is that they had a maybe an inner or an outer feeling that they need to connect to something. And this is just, once again, a personal point of view. But it's something that we see in the, in the Old Testament. And, and the only way the connection happened is because there was one missionary. And there was this guy, David Bosch, which was a theologian in South Africa, a great theologian, which was ac actually, for first, he was a heretic, and then later, everybody studied his books. You know, it's like, he's one of those aliens that came down, told us a lot of stories, we never believed them, and now we believe them. It's like when there was an iPad 15 years ago in an alien movie, it's like, what? And today we are holding it in our own hands. And he said, he, he took a point of view saying that maybe the missionary then in the Old Testament was God. Reaching down to us. Touching us. Which maybe starts to answer a small bit about how we can have a relationship with such an extraordinary being. It's like most of your friendships, right? Where, where, what you have today, son, how did it start? saying maybe hello or it was in a class or wherever you've grown up together or so on. But it started somewhere. But the only way it started is, was with somebody starting the conversation. 
So if we have to maybe for once just take a new look at the Old Testament, we would maybe start seeing God as somebody that wanted to reach out. And maybe the story of Adam of Eve is not to tell us where sin has started and where everything was made in seven days, but it's telling us that there is a creator that needs and wants to connect with you. And that makes things small and big at the same time because when you look at a big picture and say that there's actually more and more universes that we see and that, that could really make Star Wars and Star Trek a reality in the future <laughs> type of vibe. Uh, and, and, and we can see, but there is a God, a creator that started something with us on this planet. And, and the great thing about that is, is that we, 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 we started a conversation that, that if we have to like say in our modern time, I remember when I was about 16, 17, there was this massive discovery, maybe, or discussion. Now take this Old Testament view as a perspective, and then when I was like 16, 18, what, 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 how old was I? What, it was about... 2007, yeah, now I'm lying, I graduated, uh, it's about 2002, right? Yeah, nog terug, terug Nikki. There was this massive conversation, or new theology that actually came through, it's like, it's not a religion, it's a, it's a relationship. So, what happened, of the beginning of the Old Testament, and today, that we, Maybe you lost that connection for a moment. Just maybe for a moment. Because maybe the reality is that we forgot that God wants to be with us. Every conversation in the Old Testament for me is about a, a nation that is trying but failing. And at the end of the day, where did their relationship with God take them to? Exile. Scattered all around. Today, maybe where you are, your relationship with God has taken you to a place where you are scattered and far away. So what do we need to blame? We need to blame something or someone. So we blame religion. And we covered it up with a new story called relationship. But that was actually the story from the beginning. So uh, let me know if you, as you have a if you get a little bit lost in, in, in what I'm saying or maybe trying to create here together for you to understand why Jesus. Is that our whole way of living, our experience from all the stories that we can learn, is that we are trying to find. God or this being because some way he has showed himself. And in every human heart there is one thing that nobody can stop and that is the reality of adventure, explore, of finding new things, understanding more, but why? Asking the why question. We were actually listening to a podcast uh, this, uh, later this day that where this guy said like, it's funny that kids, you know, always ask the why question. Why this? Why that? Why that? It's like they never ask the how question. 
It's like, I've played now. How can I clean? It's like, why do I need to clean? It's like, my clothes are dirty. How can I wash them? They never have, we, they never, they always have this, why, but why? And, and the thing is, like, that is part of who we are. We, from the beginning, we have always started asking the why question. Every now and then we get the how and then we continue on with the why. There's nothing wrong or right with it. But it helps us maybe to understand why sometimes we have to think of new ways of church, new ways of living to explain where we are today. We actually had a conversation also later today where we said 10 years ago, there was this big movement because of the relationship, the religion thing, that the what started? The organic church. I don't know if you ever heard of that or something, but a more organic way to do church. And then all the organic foods started, right? Yeah. Or was it, who was first, the chicken or the egg? Yeah, no, I. And the reality of this is, it's not that the one is right and the one is wrong, but we are learning. Because somewhere, somebody asked the how question, and not only the why question. When it comes to the story of God being the missionary in Egypt, it's not why he did it, but maybe more how he did it. Religion is a word, once again, which we need to understand that we created. And let's be honest, it's not a bad word. People just do bad things with the word or in the name of the word. And that creates a thing where we need to create a new word to change the old one. So basically we have the Old Testament, which worked, but now we have the New Testament, which also works. But actually it's just one story of change, of new, of new beginnings. People may be starting to ask, how is God? Not only why God? So if you... I'm all, I'm all fine. Everybody should be very confused at this moment. Otherwise, I don't know really why. You are not. No, I'm just joking. So, back on my story. We have to move a little bit because this can be a really long conversation. We have to move more and let's Say, if we have to go with the how question, move into the New Testament style vibe of things. God sending his son down to us. The whole story around the New Testament is, maybe we are saying, why did God send Jesus rather than how we should react after Jesus? that we look too deep into the story that we forgot how to live it. We live in a nation where everybody says that most of them are Christian, right? It's really difficult to see. Even when I ask, name a saint. <laughs> you know, you have to think about it. It's not something that is all around you or visible all the day. But if you actually read the New Testament, that should actually be a typical, normal thing and the new testament maybe and in the story of jesus we have to maybe understand something different than than just thinking about why did god send jesus 
we have to ask our questions. How does that make us understand God more? That changed the perspective of the window a bit, a little bit more, right? Because for the first time, we can sit here relaxed, knowing that there is what? Grace for everyone. That we need to love everyone. That we need to start to understand that Jesus showed us a way of life. Now for a moment, pause. And created us to be the new missionaries for our time. That the responsibility of what we have learned, we need to live out. I can't tell you Jesus because 1, 2, and 3, and 4. Maybe I can. But I would rather want somebody to know Jesus by knowing me. That makes it a little bit different, right? Doesn't it? Because for me, it's a different thing just telling the story and hearing the story like we've heard through Sonoch School. But actually coming to the place where you need to stop and change someone else's tire. Because the invitation that God created in the Old Testament of coming down to us and meeting us so that we can start to understand Him. He's saying maybe, maybe, just maybe, if you want to understand me more, you've got to start doing what I did. By sharing your name with your neighbor. Well, interesting, we were taking a like a Sunday midday nap and the alarm went off. Turned it off and I, I went to the front and one of our neighbors was actually, I think he deliberately did it. Because um, he and the municipality was there, somewhere there was a drain blockage and the whole neighborhood was flushing up <laughs> in their house. Yeah, so that actually makes you desperate on a Sunday you know, 4 o'clock if 20, or well, 2 o'clock if 20 picks up to fix this problem, but you have nobody's number, so you would rather just run and let their alarms go off <laughs> to wake them or so. The point I want to make is, yeah, don't kill, don't kill. Is that a situation like that created me to share my information with my neighbor, which has been staying there for six months or so, but... Maybe I should have known him six months already because my life should be an invitation for everybody. So if you want to maybe know God more or understand why Jesus more, the answer is that you need to search for it or to be it. It's, it's funny that sometimes, that I remember when I was young and very ignorant and I did something wrong and I really wanted forgiveness from God, I would like randomly open the Bible and I'm like, I'll pray and hope that it's a text of forgiveness. <laughs> and then usually the first word I read is no. It's like, no, no, wait. And then I open it again, you know, and then actually the only place where I found forgiveness is when I actually went to someone and asked for forgiveness. And this, this happened to me when we went to the baby expo. 
we were, were, were looking there at the D-Bottles and all of that stuff. And this guy walked past me. And I remembered this guy. Well, I, I was first, I was like, this guy looks familiar. And I was like, I can't remember. I can't remember this guy. And then I focused on my own and I turned around and I said, I said to Jane, I quickly need to go greet someone. And I walked and I looked for this guy and then I finally found him. And I remembered that in Standard 5, I went to Wersko Waterkloof, ne? which was quite a big deal when you are probably that age, going to that school because you are better than the rest, right? You go through this attitude vibe. Somewhere in life you get beaten up and then you realize it was never about the school. And I remember deliberately telling him that our relationship, our friendship is done. I really never want to have anything to do with you ever again. Thank you very much. Crazy, ne? And as I'm walking to this guy, I realize this is the guy that I did it to when I was 12 years old. I went to him, I was like, yes, are you this guy? He said, yes, he is this guy. I said, like, I was really a mack mack with you when I was a child. He said, yeah, you really were. <laughs> yeah, he still remembered it. And, and I was like, well, to be honest with you, you walked straight past me. I don't know if you even noticed. He said, no, I didn't notice at all. I said, well, it took me a moment also to realize who you are. But it's funny to me that I have just this conviction to tell you that I am really sorry. And that it was very childish for me to do that. Now, let's just take, how old am I now? 30. So that's, what, 18 years ago. 18 years ago. And he, was, he wasn't like, oh, I can't remember. It was like, yes, you were. <laughs> and at this moment, we just had this reconciling, and it took 30 seconds. We had this reconciling moment, and I took his thumb and I said, like, I just want to catch up and actually just tell you that I am sorry. And if that is okay with you. And he said, you know what? That would be fantastic. Maybe that is the how Jesus. If Jesus is maybe getting missing in your life or this way of life, it is because you are maybe missing moments like those. That that is why God sent Jesus down to us. Because he realized that it's going to take Nick 18 years to finally meet this guy again. And say sorry. And, 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 and the weird thing about this, that, 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 that conversation for me just afterwards when I was reflecting about it, it's just like, when I told him that, he was, he was standing next to his wife. So, I look at a girl. So, so, so it was really friendly and overwhelming, nice. And whatsoever. She didn't know me at all. And then when I told him, like, I was back. And she said, oh, we have spoken about you. Me? Me? How crazy is that? And, and the thing is just like, and that for me is, that for me is just why God came down to show himself so that we can have moments like those. Maybe God in the Old Testament can be seen as the missionary, 
But he came to show us a lifestyle of how we need to live. That when we look at a universe as big as ourselves, we are reminded about how small we are. But the only reason why this life today matters is not about how big the universe is, or how big God is. But he has taught us a small act. And that act is to love others. And maybe that story will help us one day when we are all dead and maybe looking from a distance while that song is playing. (laughs) Seeing how our world can forgive. Now, this is why Jesus took the bullet and why he only makes sense for me in all other religions, then all other religions. If you look like something like Buddhism, for me it's quite easy to just say, well, it just doesn't make sense to get to nirvana because nirvana means that you go to nothingness and become nothingness. Which is just doesn't, it's just not something I want to become. You know, I don't want to disappear. I want to have a braai 2,000 years from now as well. Okay? And, and the thing about our religion, about Christianity, is just that taking the Old Testament and the New Testament and the story, the small piece of the story, what I've told now, told now is that we tell a story about a God that has connected to us. And not that we need to struggle through life to connect to Him. There is no path that we can take to God. Because he started the root. When we read the Old Testament, we see actually a start line. You know, a great metaphor for the comrades, guys. You know, which they all ran underneath this morning. It's just saying that that was the start. And that the word, words that has been created after that starts, the lifestyles, the wrongs and the rights, were things that taught us how to live differently in a world where we have a desire to go towards Him. Uh, uh, when I started dating Jane, um, we always had, you know, you always come to a place, place point, point in your life where you start talking about love, right? And I remember, I always love when we drive together in Soutpansberg weg. Because I remember we had a crazy conversation in the car then. I, I really, uh, I had a choice there, right? She told me, listen, Nick, by this time usually somebody will call you Liffy or my Scotty or yeah, Lovey. Yay! That's <laughs> my boyfriend and that is all. You are just my boyfriend and I'm not going to tell you I love you because that is not something you do my boyfriend if that makes sense that's a little bit broken English sorry right but you get the feeling right yeah ouch and you know what was great for me I had a jiggle uh, a giggle not a jiggle <laughs> probably probably a jiggle as well it was a jiggle of emotions but I had this I had this I, I had this choice about well am I taking this path or not am I committed towards it or not and I said to myself, 
I'm committed towards this, that I will show her a way of life that I think is right. But I do not have to tell her, I will convince her. So we actually went through our, our relationship because it was quite a challenging one. Uh, due to just time, we, we, three months before we started dating, we had this conversation. Jane was going for a year overseas to work in Disney World, not as Mickey Mouse, yeah. but as an African representative in the Animal Kingdom Lodge, which was awesome I went to visit. And um, I had this conversation with her. I just told her, well, I like you, you like me. We actually started that in Virgin Active Men and Men. Yeah, 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 that's where the conversation over Kauwi's movie, after a nice squash session, which I or she has heated me with the ball. And I told her, well, I really do like you, so are we going to start this relationship or not? Because I can wait. If you want me to wait, I will wait. You know, yes, must for leaf. Uh, or we can just do it. And the beautiful thing is like we made the choice like we are going to do it. And with this conversation that we had in Soutmansberg, nee, her dad and her mom, everybody like knew it weren't going to work. And I just said, well, even though if it's going to work or not going to work, the biggest question in life is are you willing to put your heart on the table? Even though if it will be accepted or broken. And we made the choice that we will put our hearts on the table. And then, I'm not sure how long after that, but before she went over to Sis, we went on an outreach to Kenya with a few friends, which was fantastic, awesome. There were some funny stories there with Americans. And then I remembered we, they were building a, a building and we were actually showing the 2010 soccer there. It was fantastic. The vibe was awesome. I'm not, I think we dated eight weeks. Because I have six or eight clips And then I gave it to her the night after she told me something. She told me that she loves me. Out of her own. And the beauty of that story was it was never forced, only created about the choice that I made. So the way thing about that is maybe that is God telling you why you know him. It was my choice to put my heart on the table. Take it or break it. And then we read this text, which is beautiful. I'm not going to tell you where it is. You can go and find it. Oh, no, I'm just taking it. 1 John 4. From verse 7. Dear friends, let us continue to love one another, for love comes from God. Anyone who loves is a child of God and knows God. But anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. Who has never loved before? Or has never been loved? Right. So the signs have been there, right? right? Following the text. God showed how much He loved us by sending His one and only Son into the world so that we might have eternal life through Him. This is real love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as a sacrifice to take away our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us that much, we surely need to love 
one another. And that is a small part in a massive story with massive holes. But the beautiful thing about it is that if you want to know where it started, it started with God. And when it comes to religion, you will realize it's not a bad thing. Having a relationship with God is not a bad thing. If love is the beauty around it, why will it not be God? So to maybe end off, we have to reflect on the reality of your own life about love about loving yourself and about loving other people is that in those acts you will maybe understand why or how actually how not why going away from how you understand God and then come to the reason why Jesus I'm going to pray for any questions, maybe. Let's just pause there for a moment. If it's theological, I'll try my best. But I've brought Dr. Han with. <laughs> just joking, Han. Anybody that maybe wants to make a comment or say something towards this or not? I will do the training naked thing first, and then we will pray together. If you want to know God more, and in the wise easy as this start loving other people if it's intentional or random when you get into every situation in your life love other people we've been saying this now for more than 10 years at third place and still it blows my mind away how I can struggle with it and find beautiful stories of reconciliation in it. Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are always with us, that you create opportunities for us to, to act out of our own, but that we can hear once again tonight, just sit and know that we know you because you chose to live amongst us. We pray, Lord, that you will always help us and guide us to, to live out a life that shares love, grace, and creates peace. And I also pray, Lord, that you will create opportunity for us in this week to live out those acts, those moments. So that maybe through our acts, people will see the beauty of your love and caringness. And maybe if we've missed the feeling, the experience of, of a God that is with us, we have to maybe ask ourselves, but when lost, that we open ourselves towards your love and towards those who want to love us. We pray that you will be with us in this week, guide us, strengthen us, 
and help us. Amen. Great